Welcome to the Take Back Your Territory podcast. My name is Lindsay Wenland. These podcast episodes are not just about education, but also transformation. With a biblical perspective, you will learn how to reclaim your life over the power of food and step into a victorious way of living your life to glorify God. As a master coach in holistic health, I'm not just here to talk about the body or the spirit, but coach you as the whole person that you are, spirit, soul, mind, and body. For more information about the Food Freedom book and coaching program, head over to TakeBackYourTerritory.com and follow on social media at TakeBackYourTerritory. Now, let's get started. Welcome to episode 96 of the Take Back Your Territory podcast. If this is the first time you're joining me or if you are returning, Um, I just want to say thank you for being here. I'm so grateful for your support. And um, yeah, welcome. So I'm wrapping up editing. And if you saw my Instagram post yesterday, I have been rewriting the same chapter about five times. Um, I was was hoping to be holding something in my hand right now um, to be able to present to you. But... I'm doing all of this in the Lord's timing, and I'm not a person that makes the same mistakes, so I am taking it day by day, minute by minute, and hour by hour, completely in the wrong order, of course. I had a couple comments, um, and I just wanted to kind of walk you through a few thought processes, and if this is the first time that you're joining me here on the podcast, um, I want to kind of set the stage for where I'm coming from a little bit. Um, For the last 50, over 50 episodes, we have been talking about food freedom. And what a lot of people think food freedom is, is being able to eat whatever you want to eat, whenever you want to eat without consequences. But that is not the food freedom that I'm talking about. I'm not talking about intuitive eating. I'm not talking about, um, I'm talking about food freedom, (laughs) the food freedom that I have, that the Lord has brought me to a place in and what he has directed me to come alongside other people, to help them, to teach them, to coach them and to help them get free as well. So food freedom over here is not what you eat or drink or is not eating whatever you want, whenever you want to eat it, but it is actually learning how to maintain self-control in the midst of any circumstance. And the reason that I say that is because I deal with emotional eating. I deal with binge eating. I deal with overeating. I deal with people who believe that they have no control over food, who actually believe the converse, that food controls them. The reason that I teach this, that I coach this, is because I have struggled with this since I was four years old. Now that I'm in my 40s, um, this is something that I've been walking out very, I would say, profoundly over the last four years. Um, At one point in my life, I was well over 300 pounds, and now I'm not. So what food freedom over here at Take Back Your Territory isn't. This isn't a weight loss plan. 
This isn't a way for you to lose weight. This is not meal planning. This is not anything as far as as far as it is right now, as far as the food freedom book is, and as far as the coaching that will be coming out in January is, we will have absolutely nothing to do with weight loss. Now, do I know how to lose weight? Do I know how to get my clients to lose weight? Do I know how to manipulate calories and carbohydrates? Do I know how to um, force the body into a restrictive state so that it begins to burn fat and and so someone is is losing fat and losing weight? Yes, I do. <laughs> um, I am not only was an expert emotional eater, but I was an expert dieter, an expert uh, weight loss-er. But that is not what we do here. So I've heard from a few people that the way that I do things over here is too slow. And that is something that has also been coming up as I've been writing this book. Um, Because most people will want to read a book, um, and by chapter two, they will want to know the formula and the secret so that they can take action and walk it out. But because emotional eating is so complex, and for a lot of us it goes back to our childhood, there is a lot to unpack. Now I could stand here and tell you to completely stop living by emotions, only live by truth, no longer tap into your feelings, no longer do any of these things. This is a way that you can do it. It is a way that the world teaches it and it works. But at the end of the day, my question will always be to you, are you free? And if your answer is no, then I'm assuming you would have to pick up my book and actually start to do things slowly. So what you will find in this book is grace and some hard truth and a lot of root-pulling questions. There is a lot of work that's gonna go into um, your food freedom. And I would love to be able to give you all of these formulas and everything that I've done, but the truth of the matter is, is that your pain point is not my pain point, your reason is not my reason, your values are not my values, And as I was vacillating yesterday about this chapter five, which is number three, um, rebuild your why in, in the book, there's something that wasn't sticking with me well, and, and there was a huge obstacle and it was because I was writing from a perspective of my values and something that I value is strength and health. And that is just one of my like seven or eight values that I hold. And I was writing this entire chapter with a perspective of someone having health as their value. But the truth is, is that you may not value health. You may value a skinny body you may value thinness. You may value beauty a different way than I do. And 
this chapter would have landed on empty ears if I would have wrote it from a perspective of my values. And so for the sixth time now, I I rewrote it and I finally um, am happy with it. And it's focusing on you getting to know your values and putting your values in place and imagining your life living according to your values and, and what the Lord has for you in your life. Because the whole point of the chapter was coming into agreement and coming into alignment with the calling, the plan and purpose that the Lord has for you, and also explaining how the enemy has used food, a gift from God, to bring so much chaos and confusion and bondage and frustration and even form a wedge in between us and our Creator. And I know in my life, not only was food used um, in those ways, but it was also used to come into a wedge between me and other relationships. Um, For me, and making friends. As an overweight girl, I was very shut down. I was very in my own space. I was incredibly depressed. Um, I had terrible anxiety. I had a lot of mental, emotional, and physical illness all because of food. And in 2018, when I realized that the enemy was using food to completely stop me from living out the plan and purpose that God has for my life, that it was no longer this obstacle that I had to overcome. I had to actually believe that I have victory in Christ and step into the fact that I have victory in Christ. And I had to flush that out. I had to flush that belief out. F-L-E-S-H, flush that out every single day. Day upon day, year upon year, meal upon meal, moment by moment. And, And living and walking out and choosing that victory and not being governed by my emotions and not being governed by my feelings and not even being governed by what someone in front of me is saying, that took a lot of work and a lot of effort and a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. So I can teach you the principles of those things, but you are going to have to do the work. And whatever you put in, just like your faith, just like your relationship with God, with your with your spouse, with your children, just like your job. Hopefully you have a job <laughs> that that is built on this. What you put in, you will get out. So if you want a quick fix, if you want to be free by step two, please don't buy my book. Please stop listening to my podcast. Please don't sign up for my coaching. Because... I like to be nice, but I can't be nice when it comes to this. If I'm just going to say I am an expert on emotional eating and getting free. And it is because of my bondage. It is because of my life that I am an expert. And so when I say that the Lord took my mess and he turned it into my message, 
please understand that this was his plan all along. That I was to have to walk with him in everything that I put in my mouth for years. I was to have to live in a place of obedience and surrender and submission for years. I had to ask and I fell so many times, y'all. I fell and I had to pick myself back up and climb back out climb back out of the muck in the mire and and shove a little dirt over the pit to fill it in. If you want easy, if you want easy, try to go find something else. Try to find something that isn't a counterfeit, that doesn't offer you a counterfeit freedom in its quick fix. And at the end of the day, by you fleshing this out, I'm still going to ask you the same question. Are you free? And I don't say it in a shameful, accusatory, judgmental way. I say it in truth and love. Because I've had to ask myself the same question, whether whether I, I binged and I fell and I and I went into full emotional eating and I signed up for Weight Watchers because y'all that is what I do. If you see me signing up for Weight Watchers and counting points, it is because I am trying to recover from a binge. It is fear that causes me to do that, and I've gotten more and more. <laughs> I, I literally like I don't e- I don't even do it anymore. Um, even six months ago, it was funny. Me and my friend Darcy were um, was it a year? I think it was maybe a year ago. We were doing it together, and I'm like I'm not free. I can't eat what I I can't eat what I want to eat. I'm not free, and this thing lets me binge. It gives me all, like I'm not even going to talk about Weight Watchers. I don't do that anymore because I have a recovery plan. But it used to be that I'm on Weight Watchers for a month, and then I was on it for a week, and then I was on it for three days, and then I was on it today, and then I would download just a day, and then I would download the app, and then I would delete the app. And now I probably just go to the website and I'm like, Lindsay, you're dumb. There's no freedom here. There's no freedom here. But that was a process. So for me to stand here and tell you there's no freedom in Weight Watchers, you're going to have to figure that out on your own. You're going to tell me I'm full of crap because everybody else in that program has lost weight. But I'm not talking about weight loss. I'm talking about freedom from emotional eating. Because the answer, the only time food will ever be the answer is when you are physically hungry. Period. Food is not the answer to celebration. Food is not the answer to anxiety. Food is not the answer to emotions. Food is not the answer to stress. The only time food is the answer is because you are physically hungry. If you're using food in a way other than to fuel your body, that is a prescription for bondage.
That is a prescription for addiction. Because on the backside of emotional hunger, what we find is shame, self-harm, and self-judgment. Because we were living not in accordance and not in alignment with our values. And the only way that that would not be true for you is if you didn't value health. There is a voice, there is a whisper, there is a root inside of you. Just like the first chapter of the book says, it's not supposed to be this way. And you were made for more. You were made for more than to stay here, to stay in bondage, to stay unfreed, to stay in defeat, to not be victorious over the first gift, other than breath, other than life. The first thing that God gave us in the garden, which was food. And he said, all of it is good. And he said that we are very good. I want you to know that in 2018, when I finally broke out of this, it was because I realized that the enemy used a pain in my life when I was four, and, and there was things leading up to that, but a major pain in my life. He used my pain against me. And it was covered by thinking that my pain was emotional eating. But that wasn't the truth. That was a deception. My pain was a trauma. My pain was something else. My pain was something that I had to survive from. And food is what I reached for. Maybe the same is, same is the same for you. Maybe you have a similar story. Maybe something traumatic happened to you in your life and the way that you coped was food. Can I tell you that that's okay? It's okay. If somebody would have just told me, I see that, I see it. And rather than tell me to knock it off and shame me and tell me that I didn't, don't you know any better? or put that down, or you're getting fat, or blah, 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 blah. What if they just said, that's okay. I see that you're hurting. I see that you're in pain. I see that you don't have the information to deal with this appropriately. So I'm saying that to you. I see you. I see your pain. I see that you're doing everything that you can to survive. I see that comfort is something that you value, but you also might value health. I have the information that can help you. And the first thing that I want to say to you is that it's okay. Grace upon grace, mercy upon mercy. And then I also wanna say, you are already free. 
whether you feel like it or not, whether your emotions are telling you different, whether that doesn't sit well in your gut as truth. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free, which means that we are already free. And in walking this out with me as your coach and walking this out with the Holy Spirit is just you fleshing out your freedom that has already been bought and paid for on the cross. So it doesn't matter how long it takes. It doesn't matter if it feels agonizingly slow because once you are free, there's no going back. I said in my first group coaching, when, when the world and when the enemy tries to put yokes on us, because it says like Matthew 28, or Matthew 11, 28 through 30, about taking off these worldly yokes, taking off these yokes of religion and, and things that wear us out and things that are heavy. When we take off those yokes and we put on the yoke of Christ, we will begin to discern when we're getting heavy again or when the world is trying to put a yoke on us again about diet culture or about having a slimmer body or about another food program that will pull us into obsession, that will pull us into perfectionism. But the further and further you walk into freedom, you get too fat for those yokes. Your neck, because you're standing upright, because you're sure, because you're confident, because you have the Lord leading you. You get too fat for those yokes and they don't fit around your neck anymore. And the only yoke that does is the one that Christ puts there. You get fat spiritually, mentally. You get fat on emotional intelligence. You get fat on wellness. And not allowing what is not in alignment with the word of God and his plan, his calling, his purpose for your life, not allowing those things to have anything to do with you anymore. Life looks a lot different here. Sometimes it feels lonely. Honestly, it does because I'm not living my life like the people around me. But to live a life of obedience, to live a life of freedom, to be able to see pain in people around me and say, I have the answer. Let me help you. And to watch them struggle and to watch them go after counterfeit freedoms. That is still something that they have to learn. It's just like raising kids. I, I used to pray for them not to turn out like me because I know all of the mistakes that I made. I know how badly I ran from God. I know what I did. And I always, I was thinking that I wanted to protect my children from the world and, and, and shield them and, and shelter them. But if I do that, they're not going to learn. They're not going to be resilient. 
And I'm not saying I'm putting them in the lion's den. I'm not doing that. I'm not shoving them in the fire. Absolutely not. I mama bear pray for my kids like you wouldn't believe. But I'm also not catching them if I see them falling. I'm going to let them fall so that they learn how to walk and pay attention to where they're walking so that they don't trip. I'll scoop them up. I'll clean their knees. I'll put some peroxide and some ointment on there and a Scooby-Doo Band-Aid. My kids don't fall that much because I let them fall. My kids look out, they pay attention. My teenager is learning things now that I didn't learn till I was in my late 30s. She's learning boundaries. She's learning how to stand up for herself. She's learning how to go after her dreams and not pay attention to what people around her are saying. She's learning how to fight spiritually and she's a warrior, but she had to learn, she had to be taught, and she had to have a teachable heart and a humble soul, a humble spirit. She was not humble this morning, I'll, tell you, I'll say that. <laughs> anyway, that's all I have for you today. Um, I thank you for joining me and I thank you for being patient with this book, um, but the way that I feel now is it'll be done when it's done it'll be ready when it's ready and if i do this thing in my own strength it will not be of the lord it will be of me and i can't help you change it's only the holy spirit that will woo you that will help you put up roots pull up roots that will help you see that will help you identify and that will help you um, walk into your God-given freedom. I can give you ideas. I can give you plans. I can tell you that I've been there and tell you my story. I can plant seeds and water what's already there. But it will always be God that causes the growth. So for me to do this in my strength will be fruitless and empty and powerless. So, happy December 1st, and keep moving forward. <laughs>